Let's go. Water. Mm. Water, water, ah. water, beer. Ah. Ah. Water, 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 water. What it does, what is popping, what is cracking, lacking, everybody. My name is Uncle C. My name is No Stogie. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm Uncle Dan. Sorry. Sorry, C. <laughs> that's okay. No, that's okay. I, c- I couldn't top that. I couldn't top the vocals. Yes, yeah, so honestly. The vocals I, did, I didn't even know what that was going to There happen. was no so way sorry. for you to win that. That was ridiculous. But there was no way. It's okay. It's Welcome okay. to episode 125 Bad Habits Podcast. We in the building. What's going on, fellas? Everyone bless. Everyone bless us. Nice is out here. Hot, hot, hot weather, hot, isn't it? Hot and Very sunny, hot as, as you can see. Got the old sunshine Ooh. on me on me oh, side just, here. Just I should, I should really be like full nude and getting my tits out, but I don't think <laughs> the kids will enjoy that, mate. Well, well we, you can not do the that kids, and as then in we'll like just our fans, our, our viewers. <laughs> It's our OnlyFans well, uh, well, Patreon. It's our, yeah, it's our oh, okay, so that's Patreon, the extra yeah. content you have to pay for. My nipples. That's pretty good. Yeah, though. yeah. Like we can all okay. just get it off, mate. I didn't give a fuck. At this I point. mean, I free the nipple. Am I right? That's what I'm saying. I'm all right. Yeah, you're all right. Yeah, you're gonna do it, Dan. Don't worry. You're you always get nude. Oh yeah, I do. When I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you do. Every time I see him, like, oh, Dan's nude again. All right, sweet. Oh, look at that. It's just normal. Yeah, I'm just not weird to me at all. Fuck me. I could tell. It's uh, we're we're recording now. It's uh, we're at balls deep in June. We out here. We're mm-hmm. like just about two and a half weeks away from it officially being summer. Truth. The weather is mostly good. Had a few uh, cracker of days, like mm. fucking stinking hot. Man's like getting a little bit degrees, of a tan. Yeah. It was it mm-hmm. was a lot. It was I hadn't felt it here obviously yet since last year. And compared to Florida, which we just had, it was completely different. I was dying. We we went we met up on Wednesday last week at Rorschach for a team for a, like a work meeting and we sat outside the whole time hot as and fuck, I was like man. it's just fuck man it was just so hot I was dying it was hot it was like 33 on Wednesday or something it was yeah. crazy Struth. like I couldn't believe it but I, I, I'm a fan just have to you oh, know, enjoy it for sure it no, you, that's it, it even if you want to complain because it's hot you gotta tell yourself shut the fuck up you're an asshole it's if not you do. gonna be yeah you can't help it because everyone wants to complain about the weather, right? It's I like, mean, uh, you know, it's kind of like inbred sort of fucking like English stuff. It's just in our just like everyone whinging. talks about the weather. Like it's like Poms do it and Aussies do it. Like everybody talk whinges about weather. Canadians do it now too. It's like a, maybe it's just Commonwealth uh, countries. What's a, nothing else to do? There's no real. Do I have a translation. <laughs> do I have a translation on Pom. I actually don't pom? know what it is. It a, does it oh, stand it's a cricket for term? Oh my god! You don't know what why Aussies call English. People poms. It's I've literally it's to, it's to do oh. with the test cricket uh, teams, and then they just call them poms. I don't think. What, what do they actually call them? They. I'm I'm looking it up to see if I can get a thing. What's the name call of the you guys, English team? The wing the whinging poms because you always whinge. Apparently oh. in cricket, uh, is a pun. Okay, the is an Aussie expression used to refer to a person Whinging. of British origin who constantly complains about things he has to face. That's. The, Wow. Interesting. <laughs> you See, that's the thing. Why well, are the English... Wow. Whinging pom. I don't remember that being that. That's actually... So... I got introduced it. to just pom by itself. The most common explanation is that it's a reference to Australia's past as a convict colony. POM is supposedly a bastardized acronym meaning prisoner of Mother England or prisoner of Her oh. Majesty. Uh, oh. 
Wow. Interesting. And wow. Yeah. It's basically and like I I guess it was cuz like Australia and England have a big like historical rivalry for test cricket like Nosh was saying. Yeah. So it was like every time they got a bad call or something happened, they would complain. I, I don't even know if that's true. It's definitely from all that, but that was what um, I'm just trying to see if it's. Uh, oh, okay. I think somebody Can, asked me once, like, "What does POM mean?" I'm like, "Fuck, I don't really know." And so, what is it? Prisoner of Mother Prisoner England. Prisoner of Mother England. Yeah. Fucked up. Hang on. Prisoner of Mother. Yeah. M. I don't know where the E goes. Prisoner of Prisoner of Her Majesty sounds better. But that's yeah, because that's P O H M. It's like P, which would. But I guess you don't because it's a three-letter word. I guess you don't necessarily need to include the her. Yeah, uh, exactly. Weird, I'm just trying to see if there's any more info on it, but that's basically what the yeah, Wind and Palms the deal. for fuck's sake. A slightly racist but joking term <laughs> used to describe people from the United <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> Oh and like you know God. how on uh, Urban Dictionary it's got like a, a, a like they use it in a sentence type of thing. Right. Yeah. There's one here, yeah. and it goes pom. It's bleeding hot here in Australia, and then it goes Aussie. Go back home, you whinging pom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is so. Good. Wow. I like that. Actually, wow. that's a good one. There you go. We're learning that stuff. See, educational uh, educational podcast. Maybe I'll change the category. Educational. We're just teaching that. kind Ooh. of shit. That's all we yeah. fucking do here, mate. That's what we fucking do. God fucking damn hell. it. Um, damn, what's been cracking? What's what's the last week been like? Look at us. Two is this a set, two weeks in a row? It's for the first time in a while. Yeah, I know. Look, I know. Holy Holy shit. Look crazy, eh? Dedication. Uh what have I been doing? Uh work has been my life. And uh being outside, because we're outside this summer and we are in. That's that's oh. the the slight we, the, we the are motto. Sorry, that the motto it. for this summer is we outside. Yes, we are outside. And uh, Mel's mum came, so picked her up from the airport on Friday, mm-hmm. which is cool. And uh, how's that been? They're having like a. It's good. Yeah, it's sick. It's nice. Uh, uh, I've been chilling. It's. Uh, I've had a great time. You know. Good. And uh, what else? Uh, what else happened? And uh, yeah, there's no football. Well, there was a cup final the other day, but. I guess there's just nothing I can do now since there's no football. So. Shit, it's just I'm boring. Just, just, just here. Just, just, just life. Just, just belting it. Soaking in Might as well just end it, bro. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Just watch, them, watch the NBA instead, dog. NBA, NBA oh, finals are on now. I have been, so I'm glad the NBA is there. And, uh, At least you got yeah, something on. enjoying the sun. That, that's been my life. Oh, yeah, obviously supporting the heat. Mm. Of course. Gang, gang. Bad, bad fucking choice. day. Of course. I actually, I'll speak to someone. They said they reckon they'll get swept. Mm, I thinking about it too. Well, there's a game. Game two That's is tonight. So they love, the, uh, for people who don't know, the final final is uh, Celtics versus Heat. And game one, I had a podcast. A problem. Fuck, man, my life. I've got so many podcasts this week. It has to be fucking this week. And I'm hoping most of the games don't fall. But at the very, I was doing a BOS one the other night and I just had the NBA app and I was just kept like refreshing it because it had nice. the score. So I was able to like... Follow keep an eye on that through the whole pod and just see and uh i didn't bring it up on the show i don't know if this dude was into it or not so i was like <laughs> i didn't want to be like just trying to see what's going on with sports mate you know you're a sports so they, they lost blokes, mate. Like, if the kid if the well, kids didn't know you're a sportsy kind of bloke who's the only cunt here in a jersey i'm just saying oh Very that's true. true well i'm wearing a Very sports true. hat i'm wearing a baseball hat and it's actually a Ooh. really niche one if you want to get into it Ooh. i like get that into it? a lot Ooh. 
You can get into it I if you want. No it's it's your turn. No, so, you. So fun fun fact: the B stands for Bradenton Marauders, uh, Bradenton, Florida, and Bradenton uh, Marauders are the farm team for Pittsburgh Pirates. And this is an MILB hat, and it's a fitted oh. and it's super rare. And I'm a mad cunt. And also, I, I got it because I wanted a different B to the uh, the Boston and the um, the Bruins one. The other, there's another, a yeah, B-team. another. Classic <clears throat> blue hat with a with a dope ass B. Brooklyn Dodgers is what it is. Brooklyn Dodgers oh, like hat, a throwback with a sick one. B. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? So there you go. Okay. So we're well, sportsing. We're sportsing on, heavily dude. right now. It's all about the sports. Um, on, so man. if Dan's uh, wrapped up his week, Nosh was been cracking. What's news? Fuck, mate. Since last week, uh, I rode like four days in a row. Filmed a bunch of sick shit. Wow. Um, rode a bunch. Like I think. I clocked over a hundred. You think it's like one hundred and thirteen k's in the last week? Because bad. I don't know it wasn't as many as the previous two, but anyway, we were up over a hundred, and that's all right. Um, been mixing a couple songs. Um, my buddy Johnny Ohm, an artist, uh, is from Barry, Ontario. Represent. Uh, um, he's a mad dog, and he's uh, you know copped a bunch of beats over the last like honestly year and a half, two mm. years from me, and I've slowly been getting songs sent to me to mix and like get really dialed up and uh it's honestly sick it's so uh i don't think it's a solid like uh, producer album he's got like bits and pieces from other people but like there's a few so it's a solid chunk of the album is um is mine so yeah it's his oh, debut yeah. album that he's been making for a long time so i've been like carefully getting that together and making sure it's fucking firebomb so yeah a bit of mixing Shit. bit of mountain biking um getting as much sun as i can possibly get uh getting that d right on my face pause and uh having a good time Get that mm. D all over that oh, face, man. You know what I'm saying? D on the faces. You know, you know what I'm saying? That's just what I aspire to get. Yeah. <laughs> Daily dose. So you need. That double D. fucking need. Double boss? Triple. Hmm. <laughs> you, you covered it. Fuck yeah. Yeah, the sun's been out in effect. I love that. Man's been out here. I'm trying to think what happened this way. It's been kind hey, of what have you like, been saying? I'm trying to even think. We did the team meeting. I, saw, I saw you. Yes, on yeah, Wednesday. I saw, I also saw, all, I saw of all of you. We all saw each Look other and hugged. Oh, we I embraced. saw all of you. Yeah. We did. We, embraced. we had a nice little hug. Uh, went to Rorschach, nice great. little brewery, trying to hit up a lot of, like, going, I'm, uh, we are going places this summer, motherfuckers. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm keen for it. So, yeah, Wednesday we went to Rorschach for a team meeting, which was great. They got all their food. The pizza was great. I know, no, she was. What'd you uh, order? So we had a, um, it was a they pizza. Fun, they with- had funny flavors, which is why I haven't, uh, well, I've never been there to eat for food. I grab beer a lot and go. But what I've seen on the Instagram, some of the flavors they choose to post, are just like they're really out there and it wouldn't. You know, I, I but- actually followed them today and I sort of have their own separate pizza <clears throat> account as well. They do. That's kind of cool. They have a separate. So break it down. What's the menu like, guys? So they have um, a lot of. Um, uh, pizzas they main. They have a wood fired oven, so we got a pizza with pepperoni yeah, and sorry. candied jalapenos, which was money. It was fantastic. Really that sounds good. fantastic. Like, it was great. So me and Dan split that. Actually, Tiff didn't eat. So me and Dan split everything. Spewing so they had too. a bunch of pizzas. Some of them were more straightforward, um, but they had like jerk chicken ones um, and whatever. And some of them were a little more like experimental and fucking around, just like their beers. So I quite like that. Mm-hmm. They had a pretty fun menu of like burgers and sandwiches, which we didn't. 
go into. Really? Like, so nice. that's pretty straightforward. Like, chick, you know, there. fried chicken sandwiches and all that. Classic. And then me and Dan, what else did we have, Dan? We had the karage chicken, which was really nice, like oh the Japanese. Chicken. We had loaded pierogies. That's what it was, the pierogies. We had, uh, yeah, it was those three that was things, a, Those right? three things, yeah. And it was like, yeah, that was a lot of food just between the two of us. It was great. I really loved how uh, how doughy the pizza was. Super like usually, good. I, I really like I like thin, super crunchy was pizza. It, was it like but if it's not going to be like that. I want it really, really doughy. What would you it's compare like the What would you compare nice. the dough to? Like what other places? Oof. Have you had blondies it's before? So hard to even. Never blondies. No. <laughs> Have you had uh, Maker's kind of pizza? <clears throat> no. Nope. I've only had pizza once since moving here. Have you had Pico? Oh, okay. Fair enough. Because oh, those no, ones are all like got that. That's what it sounds like, and that shit is fire. When they nail yeah. that kind of like fluffy, but it's a bit crunchy, but it's mostly soft, but it's still cooked with the dude. That shit is fire. And the sesame seeds around the edges on the which outside. Makes it like oh, on the yeah. outside, I love the sesame seed crust. That's that we made shit. we bought mm-hmm. dough and made it here, like just the dough that was already made, and then you kind of flatten it out and you you do the little flicking thing, and you we Perfect. actually did that and sesame seeded up the crust and stuff. Ooh, the rim. So it's, Sesame seed yeah. rim. Yeah, lube Ooh. that rim up, buddy. You got to just oil Perfectly. that bitch right on up. Kinda, I kind of want to make my own pizza. It oh, was fun. We got it from, you know that bread, you know when when you got, when we moved in, we went to that place on Lock Street that has the um the bread and, what's uh, it called? Bread and butter or something like that. Earth to table, some like pizza joint. You nice remember names. when you see it. Whatever. No, she didn't go. Barrington? Yeah, and they wouldn't let us sit on the patio. Um, and then we just got oh, takeout. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That place. So they sell the dough. So we just bought the dough one time to test oh, it out sick. and see how we liked making the pizza so we could customize it and shit. It's harder than you think doing the flicky thing. Like, because you got to like knead it. Do you use a rolling pin? I think you use a rolling pin because you got to like do it in a we certain way. We used a rolling pin when we, we made our own pizza one time, but we didn't obviously buy uh, any dough from anywhere. We, you made the dough from bought, scratch? Uh, we made the dough because Malcolm bake, so she, we made the dough and uh, we had a rolling pin to do the thing. Yes, okay. So you do need the rolling. I couldn't so you're remember. Basically, Italian. But once yeah. you've basically, yeah, Italian Dan. I am. Oh, okay, now it's a whole side Girl topic. Mustache again. Um, so either way, <laughs> that shit was fire. Like Rorschach was great, super vibe. The and I had uh, yeah. Matt linked. Shouts to Matty, he's the owner. He gave me a can of a. Uh, I don't want to go too much into beer stuff. Yeah, I know I always do. A um a smoothie sour stout. That they the that fuck? was like the the bougie bougie, and it was. Did you have it? Did you have that one? I had it. I bought it. It was incredible. It's fucking so crazy. Good. So basically, it's, it's a base of a stout. Like you know how like all smoothies, the base is like a Berliner, and they 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 right. they would brew it high because when they go and put all the fruit in it, it dilutes it, and then it brings the ABV down to like five percent. So Beer podcast, it, huh? Now to be a podcast, yeah. I know, I know. Okay, so <laughs> it's a stout base, and this one was chocolate. Uh, was it chocolate cherry? No, whatever. There was some red fruit, call it raspberry, something like that. So, it was like, cherry, it was cherry. It was cherry in that one because I know that the mm-hmm. debauchery, the higher ABV stout, was chocolate cherry. That's why, I, but maybe I it thought was. that was the one. It wasn't that the one you're talking about. No, it's another one. So oh, that one's like 6.9%. This one was 5%. It's like heresy, like a smoothie sour. The oh. other one was a stout, was a tart stout with um, uh, just whatever cherry in it. This other shit was like it had the body of a smoothie. So it's like, because I, I, at first I didn't know what they did, but really it's just, it's exactly the same as a smoothie sour. It's just the base is a stout. So then it's dark mm-hmm. like a stout and you add the red, like the, the fruit. So the fruit leaves the lacing all around the glass, but it's a little like chocolate cherry around or what, raspberry or whatever it was because the 
the dark malts from the stout, go and probably dye the red fruit a little bit. Like it was fascinating, super interesting. So Rorschach was fun. Uh, I've been doing a lot of pods for BOS. We've been going a little ham on that shit. And then on, we've been trying to go to new places. Like I said, we outside this summer, try to go to new places at least once a week. Um, so we went to a town called Elora on Friday and we right. went to Elora Brewing Co. Because I have right? friends with the owner. Have you been? Yeah, just once. It's fucking crazy. So there's like one street, little tiniest little town, yeah. uh, probably like literally like hundreds of inhabitants, not even like thousands type of thing. Like it's small. There was, so there's like this big ass river with these two really nice bridges and the town's all like built in the probably Quaint 1800s or quaint is the perfect word for it. Like red brick or like sandstone brick. Yeah. Everything cool, little local businesses, no chains except, I think there's a shoppers, there was a shoppers there aside from that and LCBO. Oh. I bet you people were see. pissed when that came in. Well, they probably were, but also probably like fine. It's, it's like fine. tucked away in the side street, so it's not on the main street. Oh. Um, but it was super cool. We walked around. There's this one part that looked exactly like Quebec City or Old Port Montreal. Like it was all like old, super old oh, buildings wow. and shit. Like super beautiful. Like I would. And we there went. There was a distillery, so we went to the, the distillery. They did um, cocktail flights. So instead of getting a cocktail, they give you a little thing, oh. and you get three different cocktails, Gangsta. and then. They they probably made, I want to say, like 20 different spirits. Like, you know, like uh, Bailey-style stuff, like you know, strawberry cream or like the vanilla cream ones and rum and whiskey and five different types of gin and vodka and rye and blah, blah, blah. So they had, like, when you got the cocktail, they gave you like this little shot of like, I don't know, call it like a quarter of a shot on top. So you can taste the liquor, which is good for sales if you think about it from them. So you're tasting it and then whatever's left, you can pour that into the cocktail and make it stronger or you just sip that on the side mm. which was super fun wow. um, that cool. was fire and I just went to the brewery the brewery was fantastic I've uh, been a fan of them for a while food was great that was the other thing that day was also like 31 or some shit I just remember being like dying hot as I fuck on the patio eh just uh, bro I, was, I, had, I wasn't even like I didn't eat that much but butt. yeah that, I had the crispy I had crispy yeah. and like, some haze but they had like a fried chicken sandwich which was fantastic oh. but I was just you gotta, you gotta have just, a fried chicky mate Mate, you got to fuck shove that down your throat, mate. Fucking beauty. Straight that down was it. Bloody ripper. But that was the most exciting shit about uh, my week. That was fun. Just going somewhere new. Wasn't too far from here. Saw some- um, It's beautiful, mate. There's some baller ass houses on the way because it's near Guelph. So there's like I'd never there. been- Well, exactly. But as soon as you like leave Alora, like you leave the main street and it's farmland. And then yep. as you're going towards Guelph again, it's, I guess it's like the suburbs of Guelph, I would probably say. And they're like, because you go through them through these like country roads and they're just like these fucking huge modern houses. Like there actually was a street called Bridal Path, which is where oh, Drake wow, lives hilarious. in Toronto. <laughs> so we pulled up and went through it. And just because we were like, let's just fucking take a quick drive. Because we love looking at the ball of houses for manifestation purposes. And um, just wicked, man. I was like, I get it. Because like this was about, say, call it 40 minutes from Hamilton. It's probably like 10 minutes from Guelph an hour plus to Toronto. So I'm like, if you're going to want to live kind of in the middle of nowhere-ish, like with these huge ass property and huge ass land, then I can understand why you would go there because it's a little bit of a hike from everything, but you're, you've you got the ton of space. And, and there were like streets that had like residential streets with like no empty blocks. So there was like plenty of space, but they were all together in like a community thing as opposed to like one house on this fucking 100 acre farm type thing. It was very cool. That was fun. Just seeing someone new. You know? Interesting. That was Countryside. good. Oh, 
Countryside. And the most important, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? So the Yeezys went on, uh, went ah. up for sale on, I think it was, I was about to say. Yes, I think it was Monday or something like that. No, it um, was uh, Tuesday, I think. I think it's Tuesday. And it Wednesday. was Tuesday. And we're, okay. And the draws were mostly uh, Wednesday. Um, mm-hmm. So I got these bad boys. I got the, uh, these are called the Carbon Belugas. Ooh, the swaggy orange. Beautiful. Yeah, so it's it's like similar to the the zebras and the the blue tints there for those who know what's up. You know, the mother shits. Oh, the blue tints are upstairs. But yeah, they're pretty intense with the orange. But this is like a darker gray. The OG ones have a it's lighter It's like hunting gray. orange. Yeah, it's pretty intense. So I have uh, I don't have too many things I can wear with this. I'm gonna have to figure that out. But um, yeah, have to buy some this, shit with orange on it. Then dog dog, maybe a t-shirt with a splash. After. Yeah, I got the the bank, the one I actually have on now, the Mr. Banks T-shirt from Australia's got some orange on oh, it. Oh, so that could go up. for sure. Fucking know Sorry. it. So that was oh, lit. I, I also subtle match. I put in for a couple. So I got the dub on them. I put in mm-hmm. for the. They had the five hundreds in black, like the low. Mm-hmm. I got the. Where are they? Oh, they're upstairs. Um. I got the highs, but I wanted the lows, so I took an L on that, unfortunately. But I got a pair of the Onyx for Tiff. She got hers, which were the all black uh, 350s. And I got the slides for Tiff's mother. So now Tiff's mum has uh, Yeezys and she's excited to be dripping. That is beautiful. I love that. So literally, the only person in the Canadian squad without Yeezys right now is Uncle Notion. So we're going to have to fix that at some point. I mean, just start a go go fund me. Like, go, I mean, go these me. Uh, these Under Armour slides have almost had their day, so we'll see what happens. It's about to be it's about to be time it's for time. No to get them Yeezy slides. It Gonna have to get a time. couple one two slitties. Yeah, have to hit that stock X, mate. Get them for fucking vouchers for your birthday. Let's mm-hmm. go, the big mean, one for you this year, mate. Oh fuck. Oh, yeah, Ooh, I have to figure out something zone. to do, man. Like I want to have like just you know I want to have a big dinner with like cunts. I want to actually yeah. do something for yeah. my birthday because I never do. This is the one I would have. Mine was deep in the pandemic. Otherwise, I don't like birthday things either. But what you know, milestones are really once I feel every like decade. I need to have so. like something because I don't do nothing much. Like no, last do year, it. I and everyone's here thing, now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. I want to have cunts. Did you do something last year? You didn't. Yeah, we, yeah, we did something last year. You came. Tell me. Oh, bah, we did. Bah, that bah. was fun. I bought. That was a really fun night. That was great. Yeah, Dan was, was still was in Montreal for that, but. Um, I really enjoyed that one. So we could do Chill. like a, a more formal dinner or something. Yeah. Not like somewhere nice. And, Suit and tie. Um, I want to get dripped up, draped <laughs> out. I want to like show cunts. like All white sh- party. I want to show cunts like, you know, no dog got, uh, got his sexy back or still had it, never lost it. That's what it is. Never, never lost it. Never lost it. Yeah, so basically like my suit pants have to have a custom part where my cock's like out all the whole time. So cunts just know I'd never... Lost it. My cock's like Never. just right I just there. See just it. Even flaccid. Yeah, we're walking beauty. through and bobbing its head and fucking hair going. Like, you know, sunglasses <laughs> on, you know. Let's go. Yeah, that's I what the party's like. So. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Oh, we'll, November. We'll, we'll so. slowly plan it. But like, you know, if anyone in the, in the podcast land or the YouTube land has any ideas, drop it in the comments and I'll consider it. And then, you know, I might even invite you, mate. In Toronto specifically. In Toronto, mate. In Toronto. Yeah, that's what unless we want to go fuck around next? and go somewhere fun for it. Tiff, when Tiff? July. Oh no! Well, Tiff's mum uh, is is early. Is the first of July and Tiff's the nineteenth. You know what we should all do? We should okay. all go mountain biking. Oh, that's what we need to do. I'm down. I'm down. We should all go somewhere and I'll like go down. to a bike park and hire bikes and just go on the green trails so no one dies. Just, 
and just fucking fang just it. fucking I'm fang down. it with Let's all the brakes it. on. Yes. Yeah, or well, we could get scooters. Nah, the cunts will die on scooters. No, we should get scooters because no my cars, friend's coming. No we're going to do the we're going to do the scooter rental, fifty dollars. In Toronto, just, they have it there. In Toronto, yeah, we're just no it. cars. We yeah. have to go on the on the bike path. Or oh, I'm not doing it. Well, no, you I'm can. Going on you don't need to do I'm it. Going like, on the highway, man. Fuck it. <laughs> Honestly, DVP, Actually, let's yeah. go. Yeah, DVP. Let's left, far left lane. Fucking suck it. I'll do the DVP. I won't do yeah. Queen Street because they're all cunts and no one can drive. And no yeah, one no, I, you don't need to do it when you're going like you know, like in Hamilton, there's like the Bayfront Park, so it's like there's no. Yeah. You get it, and then you're just on a walking path. Like, it's, it's in a park already. Yeah, that's it. With it. Fang it. Fang it on that. And you can just fucking cruise around there. You're looking at the geese and ducks and just yeah, water. Yeah, Ashbridge's and... Bay, the beach down yeah. here. Let's go. Shit like that. Yeah, that would be fun. On those beach paths where there's just cunts walking, you can just, like, cruise. Yeah, just cunts, no cars. Yeah. Cunts, no cars. Yeah. Yeah, you know? So that's what's yeah. happened this summer. Um, all right, so we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. I'm trying to think, should I just go in order? Just, just dive just, in, mate. Just okay. go in, dive in the I'm diving in, just balls deep again, mate. Balls deep. Balls so deep. this yeah, was actually know. a few weeks ago, and I don't know why we skipped over it last week. I, I think I just missed it. So Scotty Pippen, as we know, isn't the largest fan of Michael Jordan. Mm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. he said as much. Um, I don't know if he was in the um, the Last Dance doco, but I read his, bu- yeah. his book, which was fantastic, and – he was shitting on MJ a lot. You know, he's apparently the biggest cunt in the game. I mean, I guess you don't get to be excellent without being a cunt, it seems. And he, Michael's son is dating Scotty's ex now, which mm. is mm. pretty intense and very calculated move. Um, so Scotty said that LeBron is better than Jordan and he busts out a whole bunch of stats around that. Um, I don't know if we should try and pull up those stats. I should have had that ready. I, I was definitely fucking up by not having that prepared. But do you guys remember that? I'm going to find it in our chat real quick. Do you guys remember that post? Yeah, I remember it. I'm yeah, going to yeah. try and find... Uh, there's a thing here. Here we go. Yeah, Key boom. stats. Yes, bust Regular that out. Regular season stats. Key stats. Here we go. Michael Jordan versus LeBron. Okay. So points per game. Uh, Jordan's higher. 30 to 27. Uh, rebounds, LeBron's higher, 7.5 to 6.2. Assists, LeBron's higher, 7.3 to 5.3. Steals, Jordan's higher, 2.3 to 1.5. Blocks, they're the same, 0.8. Turnovers, LeBron's had more. Uh, Minutes played, so they average, both average about 38 minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Field goal goal percentage, 49.7 is Jordan, and LeBron is 50.5. Whoa. Three-point percentage is 32.7 for Jordan and 34.5 for LeBron. Interesting. And free throw, Jordan is way better. It's 10% higher. So 83.5 versus 73.5. Interesting. Wow. So it's interesting. And we've got like totals as well. Uh, LeBron's paid 400 more games. He also has 6,000 more points. That's a lot. 6,000 more points though. So he's had more he time. Has, okay. Mm-hmm. Of course he was. He's had more time, time, but he's had more time, but the stats are like overwhelmingly higher. I yeah. don't know if that would mean if that if Equates because of the extra four hundred, it like it's obvious, but it's kind of like overwhelmingly higher. So it's like points is literally thirty eight K versus thirty two K. And like rebounds is ten K versus six K. 
assists, gotcha. 10k versus 5k. Right, right. They've got similar steals. 400 games is a LeBron's lot. got more blocks. Yeah. yeah, it is a lot of games. I got so, this other other one here from our yeah. chat, and this is stats. And I th- I've seen the opposite stats to this, um, so I don't have those right here. But this is Jordan without Pippen. So obviously they well, played together. That's actually yeah, yeah. This is this a- is the one. So I but I saw the other way around, and there's a, a fair argument for for the other side. Um, Jordan without Pippen had zero championships, zero finals, zero finals MVPs, five losing seasons, zero winning seasons. 154 to 170 combined losing record. Never got out the first round. One to nine combined losing playoff record and missed the playoffs twice with the Wizards. That's so Scotty probably also has a mm. similar-ish stat without Jordan. I don't know if he did anything crazy without him either. It was a so it seemed thing, like yeah. Right, but it seemed fair, exactly. But it seems like and Scotty was undervalued for his contribution to that um, partnership. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. if you look at LeBron, he what, he played for Cleveland, Miami, and LA. I think that's it. And he's been able to win championships with all three teams in with different teammates, which shows that he's the common denominator. And he hasn't gotcha. always had to have – he's had like, you know, particularly in, at, in Miami when they had Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like the you know the the fucking triple threat type of thing, and they were killing it together. But he was able to do it with different cats in Cleveland and different cats in LA. So it's I don't know, man. I used to always think the cunts were just boosting about LeBron being better than Jordan. I just thought it was like it's just not even the same. But yeah, the numbers don't lie now. I mean, like there was I think that the the like the argument cunts would make is like you know the impact like motherfuckers are still gagging over Jordans no one's wearing LeBron's like as far as the shoes did you see that video someone said that Dan, oh, uh, Danny, Danny, Danny Brown. Brown Danny Brown you said that right I think I did to the chatty yeah yes so Danny Brown had a clip and I've seen that clip before oh yeah um, he's, that's an old that's an old, park, it's old podcast clip. interview he's actually a really funny cunt Danny Brown when he gets into it he's really like raw and fair and he's just like thinking fuck you know why he's doing a podcast no. Because Rogan busted his balls and told him to do it when he was on Rogan. Really? Like That's Rogan sick. makes everybody do podcasts and he actually did. Which Honestly, why not? Same like, as oh, um, well, Danny Brown's a funny cunt. His voice is so unique and like when he gets yelling, it's it's really funny. So the clips yes. I've seen from him, I probably should tune in and watch a couple episodes. But yeah, he's, too, he's, actually. he's a funny cunt for sure. Yeah, he's quite thoughtful for a bit of a wild cunt. He's like a wild cunt who actually has some good takes. Yeah, but yeah he was saying he's, he's like, yeah. if the new, and he was talking about new rap, actually. This is even a better kind of time. Yeah, yeah, like young notion. people and the old people's. You, you can explain it. You, you, you saw it. Oh, we're just saying, uh, well. Honestly, said, I, I think he was saying not everything new. <laughs> Is better than the old stuff because he's like, oh, if everything right. new was better than old, then everyone would be wearing LeBrons, LeBrons and people aren't wearing LeBrons. Everybody wears Jordans, including probably LeBron. And then he said, "So like, I put this forward to the young artists, like make a better rap album than Cuban Links, make a better rap album than Reasonable Doubt, and then we can talk about these motherfuckers." Like you know, yeah. And it's like it's a bit of a loaded comment, obviously, because yeah. there's different. Bi- but he's a newer artist, so to me, even though it was like he's probably what late two thousands, like he was blog era type things or mid two like oh six. He's an old head shit. though, so uh, the angle he's coming from is like you know, he's like our age, but that shit, he, yeah. you know, he he went through all of that stuff, so he grew up listening to the same shit we did, 
And it's pretty obvious, I think, because because I don't want to get too far off the basketball thing, I guess, but music became, we talked about this too, music and all entertainment became content. And as soon as it became content and people and, and everybody had the ability to, one, put something out because there's methods to put it out, whether it's SoundCloud, YouTube, distribution channels to get on Spotify, blah, blah, blah. And also it became cheaper and easier to make the stuff with software and like, you know, cheap right. microphones to do the trick and, you know, something like even Lander for mixing and mastering if you don't even want to pay a human to do this shit. You, it, there's just more stuff and people are just pumping shit out and it's sort of like the thought hasn't gone into it because there's not as much at stake to make the make the product anymore Word. when it's like entertainment. So I think that's probably part of it. Whereas before, there was so much that went into it. It was a whole fucking thing. Hence why nothing really new in almost all genres. There's some great music. I don't want to take away from that at all, but like it's it doesn't hit the same. And I don't know. And even Dan, you said it. This to even obviously Notion I are very biased, but you as a 25-year-old who grew up with Baby kind team. of a bit of everything, you under, you said the other day, you were like, oh, I don't know if you said it on the pod, if you said it to us, but you were like, Nothing is the same. Like you, you can't say that shit is. No one raps as good as these dudes back then, or the albums. It's just not the same. But you said something along those lines. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Mm. Yeah, probably. I said it quite a few times. I think. Okay. But like, yeah. No, no. There's no good music. Let's be honest. <laughs> like, good music is very few and far between. Yes. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's it's hard to find good music. It's, it's like, rare to get a classic to drop. Classic is yeah. the the key thing. So there hard. is some. Good music, there's some great music, but there's a lot of below average music or yeah. average music that gets the attention boost. boost and the, 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 machi- the machine behind Half There the you time. go. Because that's just what they're going for because labels that, aren't yeah, signing people based on skills or quality of their music. They're ba- signing more, people mate. based on how many followers they have. Pussy which all. a business decision, I, un- I understand it, but inherently that method is, is devaluing music. And it's making everything sort of suck. So even if you come back to basketball, like you would, I always was thinking, well, it's like not the same. Like it's there's a, there was a palpability of like, like what it meant to watch a game and you know Michael Jordan was playing. Obviously now you're looking at these numbers, you're like, well, you know, when Scotty's there, things went a lot better and he was always the secondary. Mm-hmm. So he never got the props as much, but yeah, it was interesting. Cause if you're actually looking at the numbers, which I think is... Uh, there's two different sides. So it was the same as like the goat who's the best rapper of all time convo. Like there's the culture, like Michael impacted the culture stronger than anybody else. Cause he's like, you could say the shoes alone and the clothing, the fashion side, what was like, it hasn't been anything really bigger than Jordan's ever. And he, when did mm-hmm. the first one came out in the eighties? Yeah. Like probably close pushing 40 years of Jordan's. Was That's fucking or? great. Was it? Hmm. Check. I'm going to Google that shit. One sec. Yeah, yeah. So then either way, like that's pretty crazy. I just don't think anyone had impacted that stuff. So there's the cultural side. And obviously everyone's copying him with the tongue out and the fucking, the whatever, the the crazy shit that he always does. And then you look at Le- 85. So April 1st, 85. So in two years, it says 38 years right now of Jordans. I mean, that's. And arguably, I don't think anything's even come close. I mean, yeah, yeah. bias-wise, I would probably say Yeezys would be 
trumping it occasionally in popularity to a small degree, but I think the market share must be like weighted so heavily in Jordan's favor that and nothing really for real seemed Yeezy was probably the closest thing that could have in, but not as a overall. Like grandma knows what Jordans are, but she probably doesn't know what Yeezys are type of thing. True. Like that's the the way how much it's like a, a fucking household name. So there's that side. Then you can look at the numbers. I'm like, okay, well, obviously Dan read them all out. Like it's pretty obvious that that mm. LeBron is king, but he's got 400 more games. How many games in a season is like 82 or something? So like, like if if mm. that's how many 400, but that's probably like five years maybe. Yeah, about five years more he's played than Jordan has played. So he has so had a little games, more time. The the per game stats trump it though. There you go. That kind of like negates that. That's the thing. The per, the per game thing kind of just makes it seem like oh they're on a level playing field now. Gotcha. If you like, if you break it down, the to only that. thing right right the only thing that yeah. per game stat would affect is LeBron's stats and it'll make his look worse and it'll make Jordan's look better because he could if he had more time. There's more to divide it by. That's You're right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's that, more impressive. That's, when I speak about fo- like True. sports related stuff, I never speak about impact, you know, because I feel like impact is relevant <laughs> in a different discussion. Mm. Like I, 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 I don't care about what like Ronaldo. Ronaldo is more of a household name than Messi, mm-hmm. but I don't think I, I do not think that Ronaldo can do anything to the level Messi can. Huh. But I think they are both the greatest players of all time, and there's always going to be a debate. But for me, it's just about stats trophies individual accolades over anything they've done outside of football that's mm. my thing like i would never think ah oh, who's better lebron or jordan then if someone said oh but jordan released jordans i'll, I'll be like okay but has he got higher points per game has he got higher assists like shit like that just so stating i don't i think that's so completely stat-ting. fair that's completely fair i think stats more it's like an objective thing you can have a preference that's true of who you like stylistically. Same with the Ronaldo Messi thing. You can have a preface stylistically, but like the stats are always gonna be there. And it's like, you know, it's that stats don't lie. It's objective. Mm. When you put it like that, what that makes me think mm. of is that like if you want to compare it to the music convo, I think you're a hundred percent right with sports, because sports is like who won. And typically won, yeah. if you win more and you score more, objectively you are better at your job than people who didn't score or win as much as you in music. You could look at um, sales mm. numbers, chart numbers, awards, etc. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean shit because a it lot of it equates to quality. It doesn't all. equate to quality, and or that's influence. the difference. Yeah. Or influence and or any of that stuff and all of those other things that technically, if you say who's a better rapper, I'm like, well, Jay-Z made everyone brush dirt on, off his on shoulder. What criteria, yeah, you need to. But I think if you're going to discuss, yeah, it's either on what criteria, because then you can say who's the best on sales numbers, well, then there's no discussion. It's not a discussion. It's just like who, Factual number, who yeah. sold the most, but then it's not who's the best, it's who sold the most. Who sold the most? The Eminem show, 27 million. There you yeah, go. I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say Eminem. Is that the best rap album? No, like I don't think he is. And that's why I think the cultural side in music is significantly more important now with this context oh. than in sport. It's very yeah. interesting, actually. You know, when I'm looking at this, uh, who sold the most, uh, the top two are Eminem mm-hmm. and then the two behind Eminem, one's uh, Fuji's and the other's Lauren Hill. So kind of like two Lauren oh. Hill and two Eminem, top two. Which is very interesting. Interesting. I didn't know that. 
So I mean, that's fucking and there's a, and Lauren's only put out not she did one other Fuji's album and then the, one album, the solo right? album. She did the second solo album, which was a double CD live, uh, the MTV one with where she just played the guitar and everyone thought she was crazy. But that in in hindsight became more of a classic than it was at the time at the time because she just came out with Miseducation. Then she comes here doing this solo set, just her playing a guitar kind of clumsily and yeah. singing these songs with weird names and stuff in it. Like, like <laughs> it, it didn't make any sense. But now, like, you know, Kanye sampled the shit. Method Man sampled uh, for one of the tracks, yeah, which true. I use uh, as a mixtape one, which was a banger. Um, it's just kind of, it's interesting how that changed in like over time, I guess 20 years plus, something like that. Mm. It must be by mm. now. Um, interesting. But anyway, that's a, a whole deeper thing. So that's a LeBron yeah. Jordan thing. Now, moving on to some other shit. And this is disappointing, y'all. This is disappointing. I didn't want to see it. This is something that's a personal preference to me. And whenever mm. I see mm. this, I'm I'm not here for it. Uh, Drake painted his nails. He painted his fucking nails. Do I have a boo? I don't think I have a boo. I don't think I have a boo at all. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. That's how yeah, I feel. I about that's Drake. a good one. That that fits. Because I heard oh, I know him. Good one. So apparently, Drake. There was a picture that we saw today. <clears> he <throat> had like yellow nail polish, like full shit, and everyone's saying that maybe he did it because he's been hanging out with little Yadi who does all that shit. Um, I completely agree with that. Yeah, yeah. It seems the most likely I think that situation. Is but it's and so funny because maybe he's just trying the, a thing. See the grand, maybe he's trolling. See Grand maybe Wizards um, being a dick. Oh, Grand Wizards post about it is so funny because he just loves Drake and it's just like so it's all positive. Oh, let me go to the yeah, it's all positive. It's and so all the funny. comments were funny because they were like, if this was anyone else, you'd say he's poisoning the kids and blah blah blah. Because it's Drake, you're like, yeah. yes, new Drake era come in. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. It was, yeah, it's officially started a new Drake era. It's so funny. So you it's guys, like, what's it? Yeah, go. On. Everyone who who was getting their nails painted beating the allegations after Drake, um, after seeing Drake remove the stigma around nail art. I kind of thinking about all the ways I'm gonna match my fit with my nails. <laughs> it's so good. Like, I don't think that Drake did remove any stigma around dudes getting their nail. Nails done because I no, feel like trolling. It's just funny though. It's definitely Man, funny. Like if men's want to do it, dudes that do their fucking nails. Like I know lots constantly. of uh, BMX dudes, skater dudes, punk rockers, metal cunts. They've been doing their nails. They've like, been doing it for like decades. They've been right? like, doing yeah, their nails, but I'm saying like there's like cunts just around doing it, and they're like I I have a problem with I just don't ugh, guys doing their nails, and it's not anything about like. LGBT stuff. I don't associate it with sexuality. I just think it's like a stylistic thing because punks did it, emos do it, metal okay. cunts been doing it. I just think it's ugh, even when they do. I just think it's so gross. I have a a what's the like a phobia? I guess you call it like with yuck nails? dudes with uh, yuck nail, gross fingers like with messed up nails or like chipped nail polish. It literally brings me to retching. I never physically vomited, but I feel like vomiting. I remember when like, you talking about the chip mm. nail polish when cunts don't have their like yeah. That I can't really stand me. it. I, I one time I posted it on Facebook, and then everyone just posted a bunch of pictures of chip nail polish. I went, I sh I went, ah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Didn't do that, that again. It's hilarious. That but like, so Drake, I just like, I just yeah. don't want to see it. I don't know That's why. Funny, and it's like, 
people can express themselves how they want, but it makes me uncomfortable because of my weird phobia, I think, mostly. Otherwise, like, I don't care. Do what you got to do. If you feel good doing it, like, do it. But I'm like, Drake mm. doing it is going to have... I'm gonna have in, to see in, more in people flux do of it motherfuckers. Now. Like the nail ladies well, down on the, on the on the on the strip mall are gonna be busy as fuck. Mm, mm. If Drake well, does it, cotton well, socks, you know but, the yeah. you know the DJ Khaled video. He goes, "I like what Drake yeah. likes." <laughs> That's oh why everyone God. was that should be a meme. That. People were commenting that <laughs> on the so on the funny. on the post. So it's oh. uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not a fan, man. Like. People will probably take that the wrong way, pause, but uh, we say pause on this show, so whatever. Um, not for me. It's just not, yeah, I don't think it's for us. It's not out. None of us would ever do anything like that, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens. So thanks, Drake. But since since Drake's done it, so you never know. You might catch me soon. Next episode, I might fuck around and just piss you off. If you guys did that, yeah. if we actually did it, honestly, I'd appreciate the lols. I would I would enjoy it because you know how much it would it would still I would still feel the same, but I would think that is highly hilarious. So you know I mean. if that's how you want to express yourself, guys, <sighs> I'm with it. Express okay? yourself. Hey. So all right, so there's that. Now the Jamie Foxx thing, I think did we talk about it last time? I think we did, right? I think we did. So the update is that okay, what what I'm trying to now. I'm actually about to say it. Do you when we said the thing? So tell me if I'm correct on this. I want to make sure I'm not getting this wrong. So I've heard that the update is that he's fucked up. They were saying that he's not, but he yeah. actually is, and they were trying think, to show that he's not and not get people I think concerned. I'm just with that, I'm just gonna wait until he comes out and says something because it's like one person says he's fine, one person says he's not fine at all, and it's just like as opposed to thinking or. Being extremely, uh, what would there be uh, in either or? Like to one opinion, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just gonna wait until it's confirmed what happens. Because I understand there's some legal things where it comes down to, I think, celebrity patients into in doc in when it comes to uh, like surgeries and uh, shit like that. Okay, and like I understand, apparently hospitals can't disclose certain. They have to disclose certain information. Sorry. So they have to, we just have to wait. And I think it's like, I'd rather not assume and then think, oh, he's fine or he's like, absolutely not fine. Then, yeah, something will come out. It will be confirmed, but okay. we just have to wait. Everything's just rumor mill. It's just rumors. Just no one knows. Okay. So then I guess we'll uh, see what happens. But yeah, there's some people saying both sides. So who yeah, knows? It's just both sides. Isn't it? Either way though. Um, Obi's all right. I love Jamie Foxx. He's a G. Of course. Yeah, man. Absolute fucking one of a kind, man. Yeah, that would be devastating if uh, anything happened to him. I think that would. <clears throat> He'll be fine. Would, mm -hmm. Yeah, I hope Fingers so crossed. too. I like that. Fingers crossed. Sending love, positive energy to uh, yeah. Mr. Fox. Now, next up, uh, Baby Keem and Kendrick <coughs> dropped a video, like a new song, and then a video to that song, but the song isn't available on streaming or anything. It's just on YouTube. Um, talk, talk to us about that one. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. Explain, explain it, because the shit is weird. I, so yeah, I, uh, let me go on Rap Genius. It's called the Hillbillies, right? Yes, and he's using. Oh, no, they use the flow of Drake's sticky, like mimic yes. the flow. So obviously that was an intentional. Thing. I'm, I'm hearing it could I be mean, a diss. Fuck. Oh yeah, they always diss each other like subs. I'm okay. hearing it could be a diss. Yeah, and. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Kendrick's pretty the calculated. Rap thing. It says the yeah, oh, 100%. It says 
The cousins rap about designer clothes, women, and their fame with an upbeat Jersey Club-inspired sample of Bon... I don't know who bon, who's Bon Iver. Bon, bon Iver. Bon Iver. I thought it's Bon Iver. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Like a band. P-D-L-I-F. Okay. That's the sample. But yeah. Okay. I actually... The song's growing on me. I actually really don't mind the song. I think it's it, it's a fun song. It's super fun just because it's like they're, they're going back to back. Mm. And I think listening to them back to back is pretty sick. The instrumental, I think, is actually pretty shit. Yeah. But the, the beat's I think the trash. video is super cool, though. The beat is trash. The bars are fine. They're pretty, it's actually a fun song. It's a good song. But the the beat is awful. The video is sick, though. It sounds like, sounds like the fucking song hasn't been well. mastered. That's what it sounds like to me. I feel like there's been a few things like that lately, right? Like, like you, you hear the Drake song next to it, and it's like, oh, shit. That sounds yeah. like a Yeah, the Drake song sounds like a complete like, oh, version shit. of it. Yeah. A completed version. Exactly right. It sounds like a final mix slash a master of the thing. It's just lacking. Mm. So it sounds thin. Whoa. Yeah. It's it's really, it's a strange choice that they even did the song, let alone make a video and put it out, then not put the song anywhere. So I don't know. Kendrick's been like on his avant-garde shit for the last little bit. And I, I don't know. I wonder how long he would be able to retain the, you know, like the top three, you know, Drake, Cole, and... and Kendrick type of he's thing. He's not in the top three. I'm sorry. I'm sorry he's not. Yeah, I don't really think so, so either. Out. Get I him didn't... out of there. Get him out of there. Just get out. Get good Get out of it. Get him, get him Seem... out of there, man. Seems like a lovely young man, but uh, yeah. Very small. It's cool. I like how they're referring to themselves as Messi and Neymar. That's quite funny. They call referring themselves? Uh, yeah, Messi and Neymar. Kendrick's referring to himself as Messi because he thinks he's the goat, of course. Mm. Okay. Mm. And what's the second yeah. word you said? Neymar, he's Messi's teammate. Both played together at Barcelona and Paris Saint-Germain. It's like Scotty gotcha. uh, One of the greatest players of all time as well. So okay. he's like, he was like like the next Messi kind of thing. That's what Baby Keen was from. Right. Teams. Hence that. Okay. Nice little sports reference for the man, Dem. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. cool. I, I actually think the song's good. I, I actually like it. I just It's growing on me a lot. Okay. One of those ones you've got to kind of like vibe out over a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Okay, nice. Well, definitely go check that out if y'all are uh, into those cunts. So a little bit of a left turn on this one. So Dan and I, I think we talked about it last week, that we are into trash reality TV and our favorite Ooh. show. The most fucked up one right now is called The Ultimatum. Um, like Great, a queer, it's Yeah, it's the most fucked up show of all time. And it's so mean. So and we good. Just wanted to touch on the. It wasn't so much about the show than about like, a concept. Um and Dan mentioned it. So basically, you know, these show this particular one, just real quick, it's it basically couples come together. This one's all queer, so it's all uh, women. And there's like, I think it's five or six couples. The idea is that they all like date each other and then you pick a wife and then you live together for three weeks and then you go and live back with your original uh, partner and then you see who you want to marry. All of these shows are centered around marriage, which... I always still find weird because no one really gives a fuck about marriage anymore, but whatever. It shouldn't be a thing, but yeah. Exactly. But I guess- not, not, not even that deep. They need a goal for these shows. So that's yeah, the only thing. Yeah, yeah. And they seem to be like pushing it as like a traditional thing, whatever. I don't know what the deal is. But what we noticed, so there's this one uh, chick on there, an Australian chick, uh, Asian girl called Aussie, called and she referred to- uh, friends in Australia calling her by her dead name and I thought dead name was only for trans people so I'm confused already about <coughs> that what the fuck are but, you talking about yeah exactly well that's not even what the point I'm just trying to describe the lady so this woman um 
has clearly had a lot of problems. She's arguably the most crazy person on there. Anytime there's any confrontation, she literally gets her stuff and leaves. And I've, 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 I've never, never seen anything like this before, by the way. Yeah, like, it's like this is like beyond. Remember Zay from season one? Yes, he always and yes. He he would leave all the time, but this is like beyond that. As in like, as in like, as soon as the conversation happens, it's okay. I'm literally not going to respond to anything you're saying. I'm just gonna up nod my head and leave. And, and just I'm leave. Like, and it's consistent. It's so consistent. I'm like, whoa. So yes. so so what this. Chick in the in this last episode, I'm talking about now because I imagine most people who watch or listen aren't even really you know, it's not really their jam anyway. But this was the the greater commentary on this is about mental health on these shows. This lady obviously had a traumatic childhood. She was saying she wished she knew what it felt like to grow up in a happy home, and then when she had an argument with a girlfriend in front of a friend too, like at a restaurant oh, this or something. Was- this was Wild. the fucked up shit. And this is when we were yeah. talking. I was like, this is not fair for this girl. She's mm-hmm. she's my age too. Like she's 42. So she's a grown woman. Um, clearly like a fuck up, always making mistakes with things. And she was, they were having the discussion in the restaurant and they always like meet up with a friend or something. And then they, that's usually the format of all of these shows. And then she, they started arguing and she didn't want to hear it. And then she just left and went and sat outside and she's crying. And the friend comes up and she's like, my whole life, they always, my parents always accused me of doing things and I didn't do it. And she just broke down into this thing. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And just kept like calm. And I was like, oh my God, this, this woman is on is- the street, on the on street, the street. Way, like a car park, like a public side road, like just sitting on the, on the curb. And I'm like, it was so sad. And I was like, this is recording someone's genuine trauma that this show is capitalizing on the pain of people, the real life mm-hmm. pain and fucking manipul- emotional manipulation, I guess, of going through all of these. You come uh-huh. in with someone's given an ultimatum. You have to get married. And then you go and you almost fall in love with someone else or try it. And then you got to go back again. And then everyone's telling you blah, blah, blah. And this woman obviously has some unresolved childhood shit that she should very much be in therapy for. But- they're just putting it on the show and they're including all of this this fucking crazy breakdown and making her look like a, a nutcase. And I'm like, or even if it's not making her look like a nutcase and people listen and understand because a lot of people would just point to be like, you're crazy. Yeah. As opposed to like, fuck man, you've been through some shit. It just made me feel a little sick that I'm like, you shouldn't, they shouldn't be, I feel like they're taking advantage of people to a point. Like you didn't even see it right now. I think you can see where I'm going with this. I can't it's believe crazy. what you're fucking telling me, dude. I'm going to yeah. explode in a minute. This is Pause. ridiculous. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. So I don't know what you guys think, but I, um, all I was kind of posing the question was like, how far do we push? Because obviously all of these reality shows, particularly the dating ones, which seem to be the majority of them, are they're, they're, whole, they're centered around the emotional manipulation of the, the, the cast. And, you know, the different situations that they're put in and the fact that, like, whenever she left, like, you see her take her mic off and just throw the mic on the ground and the the, the cameras are, like, following her as she's doing her thing and maybe she might yell at them and tell them to fuck off and then you see the shot from afar and you're watching her walk from a distance because I imagine that's probably what happened. But, like, how far should pe- should these shows be pushing people? I mean, I know you sign up for it. If you sign up for it, cool, but, like... How long is it going to be until they get pushed and then someone's going to get killed? Literally, they might go fucking so crazy because they've got 
so such deep trauma <clears throat> that they'll flip the fuck out and then go and kill someone on camera or whatever. So, so I feel like it's putting people in danger, both the the person with the trauma and the fucking fellow cast members. I don't know if you guys had any thoughts on that shit. Crazy. Baby D? Notion. <laughs> go on. Is it? I know well, you have a lot to say. Dan mentioned it. Just to put it, Dan, you were the one who actually mentioned this. So I, I don't know if yes, you had specific, yes. and you've seen it. I don't know if that was my immediate thought. It was not like, this bitch is crazy. It was more, I felt sad, so sad for her. And I was like, <clears throat> I think this is making me, this is starting to make me uncomfortable now. Because you get used to watching reality shows. But I'm like, this is making me, this is not a good thing. It's not a good thing for her. Imagine her reliving it now and watching this show. Like, I think she <clears throat> shouldn't be on the show. No, she should I think not. She should have never applied and she should not be on a show like this. Fact. Especially going through what she's been through and clearly not ready to communicate and communicate to a, to a level where her partner, who's also, by the way, really fucking cool, she's so cool. She yeah. shouldn't, they shouldn't be together full stop. Like, they just shouldn't be. And it's not even like the fact, it's, it's not anything bad against any of them. It's just like, you're just not ready for this, let alone like, ready to be on a show where this is publicly putting this out there so i think the best thing for her would have been would have been like just leave the show is what i think because mm. it's like it's just it's it's too much maybe for... they force him hmm? to stay maybe they force him to stay no you can't be not to not to that point because mm. what are they gonna do kill her like what well, they're, they're not gonna they're not gonna force her, they're not gonna make her stay like I don't think anyway, I think that'd be a bit mad. Mm. But like there's always the option to leave and I think that that she should, personally. Because mm. it clearly it clearly shouldn't be this shouldn't be on camera, you know? Yeah. They how do they pass psychological tests? Like I feel like wouldn't a psychologist pick this up and be like uh, this person shouldn't really it's be cool. on this TV show, but it's probably the opposite. They're like, hey, this person's got some shit. They'll flip out and give us good TV. Let's get them in. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's probably the case, to be fair. I reckon that it's that. I've been listening to a bunch of content from old Lovers Blind people. Well, at least in like April I was when it was still live and it was all fresh still. Um, and a bunch of cast members from older seasons have come out and said that the producers kind of force them to do things like they go to Mexico, force them to stay in Mexico. Um, and, you know, they were accusing them of not giving them food and water and like manipulating the situations into so that they could, um, you know, get better stuff out of it. And just, uh, it sounds kind of fucked up and I kind of believe them. I don't know why they would come out now and start saying that if it wasn't true. So, Yeah, I, be I believe it. I believe it. It's kind of wild. So um, Crazy it's, shit. it's super wild, man. So I don't know. I'd like to hear, I'd like to know what anyone else thinks. I've never seen anyone really talk about this as far as like mental health and reality shows. Mm. Not not it's in a big depth, thing in anyway. Love Island. I know <clears throat> that, and it's a, the mental health thing is a big thing in Love Island, but I don't know it in other reality shows. Gotcha. Why is it a big one there? Is it because they take them away? Because to someone? No, because there was um, there was. There was one guy who committed suicide after. After the show? I, well, I, after the show. Not like immediately after, but it was like if like a year down the line. And I think it was like, I don't know the ins and outs, but it was like adjusting to the new life. Because Love Island, 
like I don't know if it like it's not like that. these other shows. It's not like these other shows where oh, some people might get a thousand followers, or whatever. They go from literally hundreds of followers, maybe thousands, to a million. They all right. get millions, and it's crazy, and it's like a completely different life. And I think that that's why it's like so there's such a mental health focus on Love Island now. But I've never seen the mental health focus on any other show. Hmm. Okay. I feel like after this, because it was so intense, uh, there might mm. be some shit. I'm gonna actually take a look for it now that like it's up to date. Like it's it's kind of wild. Okay. It's very interesting. It's an interesting conversation. It's probably gonna you know the more reality TV that comes out, and it seems like it's cheaper and easier for you know studios and production companies to make it. We're gonna see more and more of it. So this will probably be coming because obviously, what are they? You look at the way the world is. Everything's gonna be more hectic every time. They're always like, "How can we push the fucking boundaries and do this?" Blah blah blah. Mm. I reckon they'll um they could they might end up pushing it too far. So they you know we're gonna, they're probably gonna have to. I think something bad. My prediction is unfortunately I think. The way that they're doing it, because money trumps everything, they'll something bad will happen, and then they'll do something about it. Whatever that bad thing is, that's always the case. That's like someone will be attacked or whatever. Hopefully, it's like nothing crazy. But yeah, it is always the case, and they won't stop it beforehand because they're probably cleaning up too much, which mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. Uh, fucking exactly. wow. So that shit's fucked up. Oh, so onto some uh, TV, right? I know. God damn it. Um, so All onto right. some more lighter-hearted things. So we before we take it, take this bitch on home. Uh, Burner Boy sold out a big arena in London. Did you guys see that? It's all trending. I saw he got right. out on Jay Huss. That's all I saw. Okay. What'd you say, Nosh? O2 Arena? Yeah, I didn't actually say. someone. I saw someone say the London Arena, and I was pretty sure that's just the O2, is it not? That's the one, yeah. This yeah, is yeah. No, it's, the Lon- it's, not, it's the London mm. Stadium. It's the Olympic Stadium. Uh... The it's Olympic Stadium. Oh, it's different. I'm just trying to find the thing. It was trending on Twitter. Okay, maybe it's not anymore then. But basically, yeah, look pretty cool. Everyone's like singing along and shit. So it's like uh, pretty sweet that uh, he's doing great. His music's fantastic. So, you know, that's one example of a big artist on a level like that that actually is doing, I think, objectively great music. Um, oh, 100%. was fucking dope as he's fuck. He's so good. Really, really love it. So good for him. That makes me happy. Now, Onto some of the uh, kind of, you know, quick time with Slime-esque uh, content. We, uh, there's a, oh, shout out the tw- uh, the, the Twitter um, handle. So this, uh, an account called Beat Rhyme Lists uh, on Twitter that just keeps, you know, on the new version of Twitter, everything's weird. You've got the, you know, the for you and then following and it prioritizes the for you feed. So, so, so weird, yeah. So weird. But I thought I was already following this uh, this company here. So they basically do... A whole bunch of like comparison, like in a tweet, they'll be like, who had the, you know, they'll go song battle and they'll have two different albums and they'll have all the different tweet threads and they'll have a poll and people just vote for the, they'll put two songs side by side from the album. Um, And now there's a whole bunch where they're like, uh, the one that we're going to go through just some of the stuff because there's got some interesting combo. Mm -hmm. So an overarching question, and this comes back, I know before we're talking about the goat. So it's kind of along that line. It's like, who... Or what is the best debut rap album in any mm. uh, in any um, uh, era? The ones that they had here, they actually just had like side by side. Um, and I'll mention a, a bunch of the ones they had. Like uh, this one here, I'm seeing uh, Fifty Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying versus DMX, Dark and Hell is Hot. They have um, 
uh, I think it was Cuban Link's Raekwon versus the infamous from Mob Deep, which technically isn't their debut, but anyway. Um, like Illmatic versus Reasonable Doubt, The Chronic versus Doggy Style. But I was just even thinking overall, I think is a more interesting question rather than going yeah. one for the other. Do you guys have any thoughts on the best debut album in the hip hop genre or rap genre? There are there are so many sick ones, but for me, just because of a personal preference, it's always the college dropout. I don't see how anything can be better. But like, mm. there are some amazing <clears throat> ones. When I look at this list here, like Straight Out of Compton, the Slim Shady LP, Enter the Wu-Tang, The Chronic, mm-hmm. all of these are unreal. But it's like, the, for me personally, because when I think about the song, it brings up memories of certain things and it's still objectively an amazing album. But like, that would be the easiest answer, like the mm. uh, college dropout. Fuck. You're right. You're right. I just think you're right. I don't even, I don't even have any pushback on any of that. Like mm. that's because there's so many good ones. All the ones I mentioned are like ones that had a massive impact. But I don't know. College Dropout changed my life, but mm. the other ones did too. Fuck it. These conversations are fun, but it's so tough. They suck. And I feel like with this, with this one, <laughs> out of all the ones in this list, I probably grew up around it way more than the others. Right, and it impacted you in a longer term. Yeah. Hmm. See, okay, I like that. And I think it's a simpler answer for you. I think the the only extra part for No Shania is that of the rapping side, like us rapping, like mm. Illmatic, Reasonable Doubt, all of those ones, you know, Inf- Mob Deep, huge for, for us, like Woo, you know, Snoop and Dre were really like, kicked it off for us. So I don't know if I could like, they all impacted in a different way. And I feel like they were all like a part of this sort of journey. And you know how some people like, I feel like the music we make today is much more influenced by college dropout than the other stuff, arguably. Mm. Is that a fair take? No. And that's what, that's wherein therein lies my confusion on making a complete call. Cause I'm like, well, Nas showed us, you know, the like, like boot real boom bap bars. Like he was the pinnacle of that. And it, storytelling all of that shit like mob deeper doing like the kind of street crime shit on this new york thing but in like a real clever way once again more storytelling our reasonable doubt was this more luxurious gangster lifestyle type of thing that was just like this effortless thing like incredible you know really unique beats maybe more mainstreamish beats or something like that whereas the other stuff was a bit grimier cuban links was just new york mid 90s like perfection um, was Soul Sample where Rizzo was like pioneering that shit. Um, like Ice Cream is going to be one of the greatest beats of all time. Like it's disgusting. Um, and, and the way that they're bringing all the whole crew in by still making solo albums, it was just such a big deal. They had this crew and then they all went and got solo deals with different labels and they're just bam, dropping, dropping, dropping shit. You know, obviously Doggy Style got us into hip hop in 93 in like a deeper way. Then we went back to The Chronic and we we're like, wow, like those things like, uh, it, you know the epitome of West Coast rap at the time, and really where it could have been and taken it maybe to a more mainstream level. So like they've all, you know, what I'm saying you, there's arguments for everything. That's the hard part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Did you have a question, flat bro. answer, Nosh? You didn't have an answer then, Nosh, or is yeah, it kind I do. of? Oh, yeah. talk to me. Yeah, um, I would say that the equal first albums for me. There'll be two of them. It's okay. Doggy Style and College Dropout equal first. 
Fair. The reason why I say doggy style because it came first and I grew on it so much and it, like it was the soundtrack to like so much. Mm. And then College Dropout was the <clears throat> the step as like, you know, notion the artist took to dissecting soul samples, digging for records, like letting out a make beats so sick, perfecting that snare, EQing shit, being a fucking nerd, hanging out with fucking, you know, all my dogs and like just going through it so yeah like i think and then 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 cuban links was uh the secondary mention like honorable honorable mention to uh to that little top spot i guess because it was lyrically handsome and the beats were disgusting rizza changed the soundscape of a lot of stuff and again like kept my fucking ear uh um interested with like digging for like you know international records and japanese stuff and like you know going under the world section of like record stores or you know digital libraries and stuff like that like so yeah those ones are like really but fucking like fair. it's a it's a real tough one i think maybe then actually the kind of more fun questions version of that because that's probably the larger one is actually the side by side ones that he put uh or he or she, I actually don't know who runs this account. Like, for example, then, what would you guys say on a quick time with slime thing? I'm just going to go a few uh, and throw it at us so we can all just say, uh, get Richard Die trying or it's dark and hell is hot. Get Richard Die trying. Uh, you can even say which, which one you like more as well, even as opposed, because the question he's asking, what's the stronger debut? But... Oh, okay. Because as objective, like I like it's dark as and hell is hot significantly oh, I more do than also, Die Train. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay. But well, technically, then, yeah. the better debut. But then, is it a better debut? I don't know. Fuck it. Just say however you feel. I think that's the easiest way to go about it. Um, okay. Which which other one do we have here? Uh, big pun, capital punishment versus Big L lifestyles of the poor and dangerous. Big I've pun. only listened to Capital Punishment, so okay. Yeah, Big Pun wins because of production alone. I think. Yeah, I agree too. And I feel like it's it was more like progressive. And lyrically, they're so I, handsome. Like, who are you going to fucking pick out of those two cunts? Like, what? They're both yeah, it's, ridiculous. Like, they're fucked. So, yeah, I think Capital Punishment has the better, like, um, uh, what is it called? <clears throat> Unskippable album quality. Yes. And more like you said, classic. I think the production, because Big L shit, if I'm not mistaken, was from 95 and uh, Capital Punishment was 98. 98. Yeah. And it was a dear, it's, it sounds completely different. Like, like big L shit of sounds course. like dated. Because the, in, in those few years, mm. as far as the studios that, you know, motherfuckers had access to that, at that particular level, even though it wasn't like full, full sick cunt, the sound quality just jumped leaps and bounds. So it was definitely uh, a test to that because technology got better in such a short span. During that time, I think we went from CD, CD to DVD to Blu ray. And then, like, you mm. know, all the fucking computers mm. got faster, quicker, and like, you know, Pro Tools got sicker. Like, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. There's so many impacts. The more I think yeah, about it, the more that makes a lot of more sense. Uh, Lupe Fiasco, Food and Liquor versus Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon. Lupe. I've never listened to either of them. Okay. I think you'd like Lupe more because I think it's superior for sure. Kid Cudi's pretty Lupe's cool. Sick rap. I've listened it's definitely to worth a listen, shit. but it's just not better than Lupe's. I don't think it's even a fair comparison. Lupe is a lyrical rapper and Kid Cudi is kind of like either, a, a harmonizing, I wouldn't even call him a rapper. Um, He's a- uh, Goody Mob, yeah. Soul Food or Outcast Southern Playlist Cadillac Music? Oof, Outcast. 
Uh, I'm out. Okay, outcast for you're sure. Outcast. Um, oh, I like that. Um, oh, this is oh, this is interesting one. I don't know if Dan, you'd be able to contribute to this, but Black Moon enter the stage or Smith and Wesson to shine in. Oh my god. I also think it's not a, not a fair comparison. They're just from the That's same. It's pretty group. hard. Yeah. I would go Smith and Wesson because there's more yeah. joints that hit harder for me on that. Because the, uh, the the beats were dirtier and like I think they might Security. they make me want to like. The, I want to wear Tims and hoodies and jump on cunts and punch people a little more, a little sooner. Yeah. And also it was like, like 93 was smooth, versus 96. Black Moon, pardon? Black Moon was smooth, Moon was, right? No, I don't, wouldn't call the music smooth. It's really, it's like the lifestyles of poor and dangerous, really just raw beats. Like, um, whereas like, like the Smith & Wesson was a little more deeper production whereas like the the 93 a lot of it the new york stuff was kind of just like drums and some little sounds and shit like right very mm. simplistic in comparison um yeah but they were like pioneers this is an interesting one too miss yell super duper fly versus buster rhymes the coming oh see what the so what was the question for those two? Which one's the most superior album? The actual question, the what he says every time is, what's the stronger rap debut album? Stronger but debut. I, I think that you can say whichever you prefer. I think that's a better question. I've only listened to the coming out of both of them. Mm -hmm. that's so that's my answer. Yeah, mine too. What'd you say? The coming. Both of Sweet. us said that. Yeah, because like, We're I mean. Both coming. Pause. Uh, I think, uh, yeah. Happy Pride Month, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the clip. Oh my god! <laughs> Come on now. Oh, wow. uh, maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so I think I think um, overall, like Pride. Missy. Ah, oh, fuck. I mean, I prefer the Coming Pause because it's a better album overall. It just has more bangers. And uh, I like the, you know, the bars that Buster had at that time. Like, but Missy, wasn't that like the, maybe had like the, the I, I can't stand the rain joint. I can't. Yeah, that was pretty funky. So she's a trendsetter as fuck. So I think like yeah. <clears throat> that arguably a great could album. be the stronger one because it was commercially stronger. And it had more of the, I don't know, she had, she was a little more quirky with the videos and the marketing was a little more reachable. And a little less swearing, and uh, the Buster stuff was really dark and like you know lyrically handsome and shit. But like it was just darker; it wasn't as marketable. Yeah. So maybe I think the Missy one might have been stronger because it was more marketable. Is that cool? That's fair. Of course, okay. you don't have to. There's no, we're not judging. But I, lo let's I love. Let's do Buster's album. Anyway, move on. Okay, these next ones. Let's just say the answer. No um, explanation to make it move smoother. This is probably something a bit more for Dan here. ASAP Rocky, Long Live ASAP versus Travis Scott Rodeo. Ooh, uh, Rodeo. No, ASAP. Yeah, Rocky for sure. Um, the Chronic or Doggy Style? Doggy Style. <clears throat> Doggy. Doggy Style. Pause. Um, ready no pause. to die versus reasonable mean? doubt. Reasonable What's doubt. ready to die again? Is that why? It's Biggie. Oh, and reasonable doubt is by who? Jay Z. Oh, 
Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. You deserve a bop, King. <laughs> it's okay. I had it's to okay. look at the album cover. Don't sweat it. Don't sweat it. We ain't judging. Popping a head top, Ting. I'll leave. I'll, I'll leave. Yep. You'll Can't leave? see yourself out, sir. Nosh. Sorry. Did anyone have... Dan is uh, bailing out of this one. Um, I said reasonable doubt. What you said? Yeah. Ready oh, go. you said it. I'm sorry. Yeah, reasonable yeah. doubt for sure. Um, this is interesting. I don't, I don't know if this is a fair comparison, but Black on Both Sides versus Blue and Exile Below the Heavens. I've only listened to Black on Both Sides. Um, oh, you should listen to Blue and oh the Heavens. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I don't, it's, it's like 10 years Below apart. The heavens. I don't, yeah, that's what I was going to say too. I, I didn't, I listened I'm, to that. I'm more. sorry. We're going to have to, at an at a, at a absolute hair's difference, Below the Heavens. Okay. I, I think because I could listen to it. Over, I listen to it more yeah. than uh, most, but like I don't yeah, know that that is iconic because it has like too many joints on it. Like you know, had yeah. some some. Like, no, we're uh, supposed to go quick on this one. You're right. Do it. Go. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's only because we're at, we're at time and we've still got a couple more things. Um, straight out of Compton versus Enter the Wu Tang. Enter the Wu Tang. That's hard. Uh, straight out of Compton. Yeah, I'm gonna say Wu Tang. And lastly, uh, Cuban Links versus Illmatic. Fuck. Probably Cuban Links. Cuban Links, yeah. I'm going to say Illmatic just to, just just to, to switch, switch it. it up. Just to fuck it around. So, okay, that was fun. Now, we've got a few other questions. We could actually just leave them for the next episode maybe because sure. we're going to talk about disappointing rap albums, uh, how we feel about reboots of movies and stuff, uh, the year's best album so far. So maybe we, maybe we keep that to next week. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not scared of you. I feel like because we're at, we're keeping it around time, and I feel like that uh, those would be lengthier convos. And I like these. Uh, I like these ones. These little like quick time sort of ones. These are fun. These are good shit. Good shit. Yeah, fucking great shit. It is actually Daniel. It's fucking great shit. Mate. Great shit. I agree. Fucking I agree. so. With that said, uh, guys, this has been episode 125. Um, there it is. Daniel, beautiful. I'm just adding it here. When uh, where can everyone find you online, you big cunt? Uh, HDFGXMNG Instagram. I just uploaded actually, so go check it out. I uploaded an episode like. first video in a long time. Well, I upload, Gang. but I just don't really edit, so just just go, mm. go check it. Notion. Okay. Man's like me. I'm out here at Notion Baby on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. At uh, Notion MTB on Instagram and YouTube. Give me a motherfucking how you going um, at illnetstudios.com. Wow. All of it. Uh, fuck. All of what it. else do I do? Heaps of shit. See if easy. Uh, thumbnail, first of all. Thumb me, yeah. Mm. See the thumbnail. Then I'm going to tell you all about it. Hang on. What if I go over here? Uh, I'm using the wrong hand. Okay. Ready? Go this way. You can uh, grab me at CWFOR on Instagram and uh, Twitter, CWTMF on Facebook and fucking, what's the other shit one? TikTok. Um, and <sighs> you can find me on the confirmed app, just copping Yeezys. And guys, uh, if you enjoyed the episode, make smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe below, hit the notification bell. Ding dong. So you know when all the new episodes drop. Uh, follow us everywhere at The Movement Fam and, of course, at Bad Habits Pod on Instagram. Uh, we drop every Monday. We're going to drop the uh, audio in the morning, video in the evening for, you know, fucking pleasing everybody here. Shout out to everybody in, what was the kind? Was it Angola? 
I think was the last country that was our uh, we were charting in. So shouts to y'all, you fucking legends. Um, We'll see you fucking champions in the next episode. Get a dog up here. Wolf. Wolf. Water. Get a dog. Yeah, tell me that. Link up, cunt. Link up. Link up beer.org. Let's go. Ha <laughs> ha